Hello, my friend, and welcome to the special episode of the Daily Walk Heaven Words podcast. I'm Father Stanislaw, and I am so happy and with a heart full of joy that I wish to you and your family Merry Christmas. What a great opportunity for me to share with you the Word of God for this celebration. And I hope that uh, we can make the reality of Christmas always present in our everyday life for the, for the whole year. Let's open our hearts, our minds with our prayer so that we can receive the Word of God. Let us pray. O God, who have made these most sacred nights radiant with the splendor of the true light, grant, we pray, that we, who have known the mysteries of his light on earth, may also delight in his gladness in heaven, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. In those days, a decree went out from Caesar Augustus that the whole world should be enrolled. This was the first enrollment when Quirinus was governor of Syria. So all went to be enrolled, each to his own town. And Joseph, too, went up from Galilee, from the town of Nazareth, to Judea, to the city of David that is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house and family of David, to be enrolled with Mary, his betrothed, who was with child. While they were there, the time came for her to have her child, and she gave birth to her firstborn son. She wrapped him in swaddling clothes and laid him in a manger because there was no room for them in the inn. Now, there were shepherds in that region living in the fields and keeping the night watch over their flock. The angel of the Lord appeared to them and the glory of the Lord shone around them and they were struck with great fear. The angel said to them, do not be afraid for behold, I proclaim to you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. For today, in the city of David, a Savior has been born for you who is Christ and Lord. And this will be a sign for you. You will find an infant wrapped in swaddling clothes and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was a multitude of the heavenly host with the angel praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth, peace to those on whom his favor rests. The Gospel of the Lord. What a great joy. Uh, we, after four weeks, well, really three weeks and a couple of days of preparation of Advent, we finally are 
at the celebration that changed the world, where the most interesting, most beautiful, most tender, most powerful, and most bizarre celebra proclamation was ever made. God loves us so much that he found a way for him to be living with us as one of us. And let me tell you, none of the prophets, even the wildest one, will the wildest prophecy and vision was simply not wild enough in understanding what God had prepared for us. And this is the night when God's dream finally becomes real. He can be with us as one of us. And as you keep coming back, the story will get better. We will learn how God wants to be and finds a way to be God in us as well. And therefore, it's proper at this particular time, at the very least it's proper for me, since my microphone is on, and uh, to proclaim and to invite you to join in the proclamation that is going on since the very beginning, throughout the earth, and even in heaven. Are you ready to join in? I'm going to say it first, and I want you to say after me, and then we put it all together. All right? Okay. I want to say, I want you to say, Jesus Christ is born for us today. Okay, we don't have neighbors, so we can yell. Okay? Ready? Go. Jesus Christ is born for us today. And in him we are all born again. And in him we are all born again. From the top, together. Jesus Christ is born for us today. And in him we are born again. Glory, hallelujah. That's good news, don't you think? Yes, thank you, thank you. <laughs> because of what happened to Jesus, this is not, we're not just celebrating the birthday of Jesus. Yes, he was born, but whatever happened to Jesus has an incredible impact in our lives. That's why we are here. That's why we are celebrating. That's why we are rejoicing. Because in the birth of Jesus, we can find our own new birth. And every time we make the choice of letting Jesus be born again and again and again and again in our lives, in our families, in our midst, we can start all over again. We can experience new life. And this is good news. Amen. Enthusiasm, go. <sighs> yeah, okay, okay. Good, thank you. Woo. It's Christmas, man. It's, it's good news. God is living with us. Now, I, as you know, I'm from Italy, and uh, we in Italy have, uh, in the south, we have uh, different traditions. It, uh, the big day actually is the 24th. I, before the mass prior to this one, it was pretty much the same time when they start eating. And our tradition in the south is that we eat as much as we can for as long as we can, because the goal is to wait for midnight. So what else do, what else do we do? We, eat. So they were sending me pictures, not of them, but of what they were serving. <laughs> like I said, how is, can I see mom? Yeah, yeah, but look at what I made, you know, that, that's how we have an issue, yes. But anyway, so I remember growing up, 
on the 24th, you know, being, it, it was, our family was there, there was a lot of energy, it was a lot of um, great moments, I have fantastic memories. But one of the things besides eating, as I told you, we, at one point, midnight came, and we would just get ready for the birth of Jesus. And how did we do it? Well, we would form a line, the youngest of the family was in front, and the oldest in the back. And we would go through, uh, and the, the person in front would have uh, a little basket with baby Jesus, with the statue of baby Jesus, okay? So we would go through all the rooms, we all had the candles and singing carols, we would go through all the rooms of the house, and, and we ended at the nativity set. And we were basically saying to Jesus, since there was no room at the inn, now this is where you're going to be staying for the next year, okay? This is our, this is your house. And I always, it always touched me to, that we were doing that. And um, so, you know, we would put the baby Jesus in the manger, we would say some prayers, and then we will continue to play cards or tombola. It's kind of a bingo, kind of similar thing. Or we would just eat some more because what else can you do, you know? <laughs> but anyway. So uh, it was very important to me because, again, it was this moment in which, yeah, we were rejoicing, but now celebrating the birth of Jesus had some kind of responsibilities. We had to make it part of our family. He had to be part of whatever we were deciding. Obviously, at the end of the season, Jesus would get in the box and put in the closet. But the idea always stuck with me that that presence cannot leave. And that's what we want to understand this evening. That God has come and he pitched his tent. He is not a guest. He wants to be with us forever. And therefore, there are consequences of after this celebration. Once we encounter God and he says, I want to be in your house, and you let him in, are you, is he going to stay? Are you going to say, well, I'll see you next Sunday, next Advent? We will we'll see what we can do. We, as a community, prepared ourselves for this evening by looking at um, uh, the Sundays of Advent. And recently, the Liturgy of the Words invited us to prepare our way and to find a way of letting Jesus come into our disappointments. You remember last Sunday, two Sundays ago, when we looked at John the Baptist, and he was in jail. He was, we, we saw the movie, right? We, saw the, we, we know that he would be killed. And um, he sends from jail two of his disciples. They go to Jesus and they ask him, are you the one who is to come or should we wait for another one? A major crisis of faith that helps us, I hope, to face our own crisis of faith. And then last Sunday, we saw Joseph facing his own crisis, right? He, he united himself with this woman, and as they complete the cycle, the rite of matrimony that took about a year, he finds out that Mary is with child. Major crisis. And we enter into the, the reality of how we can encounter God when we are hurt and disappointed by people who are so close to us. But now we are here and we see and we hear the proclamation. Isaiah tells us that for us a child is born and he will be called warrior, conqueror, prince of peace. 
And we go to the manger, we go to the place, and what do we see? Like, you've got to be kidding me, really? Talking about disappointment. Here we are waiting for someone to set us free. The warrior, the counselor, the, the mighty hero. And what do we see? Two guys that did not even plan ahead. They could have used an app or something to, to find a room somewhere, Airbnb, I don't know. And, and Jesus, this child, is supposed to be really the one? Well, St. Paul tells us that when we contemplate the birth of Jesus, it is here that we get our training. It is here that we really start getting to know how to live our lives. And therefore, it is exactly here that we are encouraged to start looking and wondering if we are willing to start enjoying communion with God. Why? Because it is here that we see that God's love for us is free of charge. It's a gift. That the love of God is tender. It's not frightening. The baby didn't make any rules, any things. It was just there. And what do we do when we see a newborn baby? We just cock our head and go, oh, right? Because there is particular beauty there. And we are invited to look beyond what we experience, what we believe, what we think, and encounter what? Encounter the living God who's now telling us, I love you so much that I'm, I'm wondering, can you love me back? The celebration of this evening is a celebration that invites, that allows us to hear God's voice asking each one of us, can you please, would you please let my son be born in you? Can you be that this Bethlehem that is looking for so that the world can change? Each one of us can be a Bethlehem. Each one of us can be the place where Jesus can be born. I think we should do something this, this year, from Christmas to Christmas. It's a little challenge that I'm offering to you. I think in order for, to make this reality ever-present, understanding that every time we do, as Jesus tells us, we can experience the joy of this evening. Don't you believe me? Yes. Try it. Try it. Thank you. Yes. It comes with a money-back guarantee. You love one another, and if you don't feel the joy of Jesus, go back to your lifestyle. It's all right. So, what is the things that we want to do? First of all, Find time during this holiday season to read the latest letter of Pope Francis. He wrote a letter on the nativity set, on the importance of and the meaning of the nativity set and how we can reclaim it as part of our family as well. In fact, I would recommend you that you find a way, even maybe a little one, to keep Jesus in the manger out this year and keep it in front of you, place in the prominent place in your, in your house for the entire year. But as we've been preparing for this celebration, we learned that God wants to encounter us in our difficulties. So maybe as a family, maybe yourself, depending on your situation, every time you experience a difficulty in your family, put in a little piece of paper and put it underneath the manger. And you say to Jesus, it's difficult. This situation is difficult. I want you to be born here in this situation. 
Perhaps you're experiencing some disappointment. Somebody hurt you. Some, something happened. Write it down. Put it underneath the manger. And say, Jesus, in this disappointment, I want to encounter you. Because just as you disappointed so many people who were expecting a Messiah that would really come down as a warrior rather than a tender child, I want you to be born in this situation. And what a great thing to do with the kids as well. Your own children, grandkids, tell them whenever they're going through something major, say, hey, let Jesus, let us Jesus to be born in this situation. So indeed, maybe something new can come out of it. Oh my goodness, I just can't wait. I'm ready to start living out in this way, making sure that the reality of the birth of Jesus continues to be present a present reality in my life, in everyday life. And by the way, I welcome him in every situation, good, bad. Now, now that we know the secret, there is nothing bad waiting for us in 2020. There are just opportunities for us to bring to the manger. But most especially, by the way, we recommit ourselves to have Jesus always present in our midst. We will be able to tell people that indeed, Jesus Christ is born today for us, and in him we are all born again. We are all able to experience new life to the glory of God the Father. Merry Christmas. And I wish you well, and I hope that uh, the word for this celebration has inspired you to open up your heart and allow God to let his son be born in you and in your family. I wish you well, and I'll talk to you soon. God bless you, and enjoy this beautiful time.